Yes, Sports Day on a Tuesday night. Adam White and Bryce McGain with you. Dan Cherney from Code Sports to join us very, very uh, shortly. But we have had so many temper texts come through uh, through the show. Um, along Shane Watson. We'll, we'll try and leave that for the moment, uh, Shane Watson. Um, Pretty positive stuff. I like it. <laughs> Keep sending uh, them in. Give, hey, what about his club game? Hang on. We're not, we, or you said we're going to give that a rest. No, we're not. He got a triple century and took seven wickets in a club game. So we'll go to those stats. <laughs> give me Ben Stokes <laughs> anytime over Pat Cummins. Um, well, there's a nice one here from Shane, about Shane Watson. Shane Watson, as captain of Australia, would have run out of reviews in the first two overs. Uh, I think it'll be that refreshing. That wasn't his strength. I, I didn't pick him because of that. It'll be refreshing to see some one-day cricket in Australia, a format that's almost dead. We never, used to, uh, we never used to worry about context. ODIs were just part of the summer. Feels like we barely play them anymore. Sure. Um, another that's one. That's a here, good perspective. I don't mind that. I I have an issue with Stokes. Is it's his average with the bat and ball since he's been skipper. He hardly bowls because he's got that knee problem and averages mid thirties with the bat. If your team is in trouble, do you want him? in there when it counts. Well, I think the thing with Stokes is that he is in that number six spot, generally speaking, sometimes number five. Um, so his, his numbers don't have to necessarily be what a, a top four batsman is, um, but he wins matches for you with the way he plays as well. A couple of here also uh, around uh, the, the frustration with two test series. Yeah. Um, and the two particularly coming up against New Zealand. Dan Churney might know the answer to this, but I think after we play... India and England, there are four test matches against New Zealand here, I think. So that's a bit better. Okay. I'm not sure why it's not five, but four is certainly better than two and better than three. Uh, Daniel Cherney does join us on Sports Day. G'day, Daniel. Evening, guys. Good to be with you. This is good. Um, just your thoughts on Bryce McGain saying that Shane Watson's in the top 10 Australian cricketers of all time, just from left field. It's unusual. Oh. Test. Uh, what I was a fantastic player. Uh, I'm not quite sure I had him in the top 10 of all time, but um, it's, uh, you know, it's an opinion-based industry, as they say. Yes, he's a bit of a shock jock, Bryce, sometimes. So <laughs> That's ridiculous. Now, I, want to, dream. <laughs> I want to ask you about uh, Ricky Ponting, because I think this is a really interesting story, because he has been linked to one of the American teams, the one that is sort of owned, if you like, or run by... Cricket New South Wales. Um, so there's a few questions to ask, but firstly, how how strong is this? Is it over the line or close to being over the line? Oh, I think it's pretty close to being over the line. It is just reading between the lines. Um, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, it it it, it, seems, it sounds like it's going to happen. Um, it hasn't been locked in yet, and I think there are still some talks going. But uh, yeah, no, I, I I envisage he will be coaching in Washington Freedom. Uh, this season, obviously not a team that Australians should or would know all that much about. But uh, yeah, part of Major League Cricket, uh, the, the American competition, which uh, came into being last year. It's been sort of the, um, the final frontier for cricket for so long, uh, tapping the US market. And there's been a lot of money pumped in and three IPL clubs have, have stakes in three of the six clubs there. And then the other three uh, have sort of uh, to varying degrees of relationships with Australian states, that, that being the freedom with Cricket New South Wales. It's probably... The strongest one, where there's, there's a lot of overlap in terms of uh, employees and, uh, and and running the show. The, the Cricket Victoria has a has a, an affiliation with the San Francisco Unicorns, which is not quite as strong, but still there. And then just recently, uh, Queensland have start, deal, dealt with the uh, Seattle Orcas, who I, uh -huh. we've had some players out out uh, over the last few days in in Brisbane. So 
uh, yeah, varying degrees of arrangements there. But uh, yeah, Ponting, look, look, we know Ricky is just hugely sought after wherever he goes. This is a guy who can really choose his own adventure. Uh, we know he's coaching in the IPL with Delhi Capitals. Didn't have a great season last year, but uh, has had some success in the past. He's got a role at the Hobart Hurricanes. Also, probably not as much as success, success as he would have liked. Does a lot of media stuff, clearly. Um, you know, he's got some other business interests. Uh, I'm sure he's playing a fair bit of golf, too. So uh, he's a busy man. But, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of interest in getting him uh, over to uh, to D.C. to uh, yeah, maybe, maybe um, ponding for president. Yes, and I think the key to something like this is that it is a, a relatively short tournament, so it kind of fits into to, to Ricky's schedule. Do you, do you think oh, – two questions for you. Do you think that this tournament will take off? Because I know a lot went over quite cynical last year but came back going, I actually think this has potential to be really big. Where, where do you see things sitting at the moment going into year two? Yeah, I think Whitey, you know, we may have spoken to some of the same people about this who, who were over there. And um, look, obviously, there were some pretty top Aussie players who headed over. You know, I mean, Aaron Finch, you know, former national captain, and Matthew Wade, who's still sometimes a national captain. <laughs> um, and then uh, uh, Marcus Stoinis and Adam Zamper, amongst others. Uh, and then a lot of administrators went over for, for, for a brief period there from Victoria and New South Wales. So, yeah, look, it, it, it's hard to know. And I suppose it depends a little bit on where the whole cricket landscape ends up with, with franchise cricket um, and, and, and just quite what else is going on. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's if it's in the top three biggest um, T20 leagues within a year or two. Uh, I, you know, within a, yeah, within a not too long period of time. I think the IPL clue is, is the, the number one and there's talk of that second window, which would you know change, change the landscape further. Um, and look, it's hard for Australians to get too invested in any of these teams or players. But, you know, there are top players playing particularly if it's in the off-season um, and, you know, Aussie's looking for a cricket fix. It's not uh, not necessarily the worst time of day either. You know, night games in America uh, uh, in, in the morning, so, you know, there's no reason why Aussies couldn't watch it on TV here uh, like they do with, with baseball or basketball or, or the NFL. So I think it's going to be, um, you know, with the IPL backing and if you're getting people like Ponting and some of the big guns involved, I think it's a real competitor for, for the 100, which uh, the English competition where there's a bit of an overlap, and for the, for the Blast, which is the other English competition, which is... Uh, probably not quite as, uh, as strong anymore and, and, and does tend to drag on a bit because of uh, because of the amount of teams in it. Yeah. There might be another big name player that might be linked to Washington as well, Bryce, but you might want to talk about the BBL. <laughs> there you go. You just dropped that one on us, uh, Daniel. There you go. Um, uh, what can you tell us about the, the ACA survey of the BBL players recently? Yeah, look, I, I know it's gone out. I don't think the result. I don't think the results are in yet. Uh, but uh, it's just interesting to know that. Uh, I mean, you know, BBL is one of these things where there's always debate. You know, is it too long, too short, uh, too many enough teams, too many teams with quality of umpiring, overseas player draft, all these sorts of things. And um, obviously, it was shortened this year. A lot of these things are being uh, players are being surveyed about uh, at the moment. Um, the, the sort of the, the annual. I think it's sort of an annual end of season survey that they had. So it'll be interesting to see what sort of feedback they have. Um, you know, I think players will, uh, you know, just anecdotally, I think there's everyone will be pretty happy with with the shorter season and it'll be even shorter from a time perspective next year, not from the length of games, but just with the nature of the summer, uh, not having the long gaps because of the, the Perth tests, et cetera. Um, obviously, it, it lost a bit of momentum early this season with uh, the washouts and the big bash in, in Geelong and, and the debacle there and, and, and a couple of other games which, uh, which didn't pan out. 
ideally. But no, I think that'd be pretty good. I think there's a lot of goodwill around the Big Bash at the moment. Probably a couple of things that I think um, I think there's a bit of disconsent around, though. The overseas player draft, which is polarising. I think a great idea in theory, in practice, because of the availability of players uh, with these other leagues and, and such a moving feast in terms of overseas players. It, it probably hasn't quite panned out as they would have hoped. And you, you've had players like Liam Livingston in 2022 and then uh, Harry Brook last year pulling out despite being early draft picks, um, you know, having to pull out for... You know, overseas commitments or, or just, just too much else going on. And then I think the other thing at the moment, and you know, I might get to this, this uh, um, a bit more, but uh, the, the embargo period, which just, we're currently in at the moment, and it just does seem bizarre that you know, players can sign contracts until, um, and it's been in place since pretty much day dot in the Big Bash, but players can sign contracts until the, the, the final starts and then suddenly they, they can't anymore. And you go into this sort of indefinite window uh, until CA sort of, um, you know, raises the flag again to, to allow clubs to uh, to sign players formally. And I just get there's a sense of frustration that it really puts a dampener on, on clubs' bids to, 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 to lure players and just even to the momentum of the comp. When people are still engaged in cricket, in cricket season, yeah, we're still in January. Um, and, you know, it could be a real way for for uh, big bash clubs and, and for, for, you know, cricket to, to push the message out there and still be, still be talked about. But... Uh, just doesn't quite, um, it loses the momentum and, and we're not sure when it's going to open. No, and it is quite farcical, Bryce, that you get a situation where players are agreeing to go to new clubs verbally but can't sign anything. So we have this charade going on for quite some time where there's going to be movement, but they can't do anything about it and can't do anything about it for months. Yeah. And it's quite unusual. That's exactly right. And I think, Daniel, also um, for franchises like the Melbourne ones who who have been a bit disappointing, uh, a few fresh signings uh, might be a a good input uh, and and excitement amongst the fans to go, hey, they're doing something about it. They're addressing it right now, not until the embargo gets lifted and then suddenly there's some trickling out of announcements. But on that as well, there is some... Smoke around, if you like, around Max Bryant, and uh, how confident are you that he'll end up in a, in the green of the Melbourne Stars? Yeah, this is one. I, I, look, they're, they're certainly interested, and uh, in the Brisbane Heat um, big hitter. And, and you know, I spoke the other day about uh, Josh Brown from from um, the Heat, who had obviously an exceptional final series, being chased by the Renegades, and I think there would be a bit more money being offered for Brown than for Bryant in this current landscape. But uh, Look, it's uh, it's hard to know because um, you know they, they sort of can't sign yet, so they can they can try to dangle the carrot for a while, but uh, and just try they've got to sort of keep dangling, hoping that um, the carrot doesn't uh, doesn't uh, go Wilt. away. I suppose, but, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't will. That's exactly it. I don't know. I'm trying to uh, keep it in the crisper bin. <laughs> exactly, exactly right. So um, no, look, they're, they're certainly having a crack, and I think that's one thing that um, you know I, I suppose for, for frustrated. Um, Stars and Renegades fans out there, and, and look, you do get messages in season, I get, you know, on social media, and people saying, "What is going on down there, and why can't they get it right?" And look, I ask the same questions to an extent. It, 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 it's been a, a pretty barren period there um, for several years, really, for, for both clubs. They've had their moments, but look, I, I think one thing um, you can at least know for their fans is that they're not resting on their laurels. You know, they, they are working hard behind the scenes, but it's one thing to, to sort of um, you know splash some cash around and try to try to get these guys another to actually get them. And I think, you know, there was an example of that. Both clubs had, had examples of that last season. Um, and they did two business themselves when they traded Adam Zampa and Sam Harper. But from a star's perspective, they went very hard after Matt Kuhneman. And I think they're pretty sure they had him there for a bit. And, and then he stayed with the Brisbane Heat. And then uh, from a Renegades perspective, they were 
a fair way down the path with Matthew Wade, who, who to be fair, was contracted still to the Hurricanes, and uh, Hurricanes wouldn't let him go, and then he ended up extending there in Hobart. So these clubs have both been trying things, and then they've had some, I don't know whether it's bad luck or, or some poor decisions perhaps, but uh, it hasn't uh, hasn't quite worked out, and um, look, the pressure is mounting. And that's also the, the, the WBBL as well, where, where uh, you know, neither side's performed particularly well over the journey, um, and where also the embargo period is a bit of a farce. I mean, I think, you know, I feel particularly for female players who, um, you know, they're not, they're still not, WBBL players still not making enough to be a, you know, a, a, pure, a real full-time professional, and then they have their um, their future just dragged out, and they're potentially moving states, and they just don't know what's going on for, for months on end. It, it's just not a not an optimal situation. I think they, they need to do something. It's an interesting time for Cricket Victoria because they've got a, a situation where they've got a very young, generally speaking, a very young men's program who are doing very well. And the women's program is even younger again. And they're on a five-game winning streak, mm-hmm. I think. So they're, they're doing quite well. But the, the red and green teams aren't. Um, it is a, it is, and it is quite complicated as to why they're not doing well. So uh, I'll be interested to see what they come up with when they do their investigations as to you know, how they can improve things. Dan, thank you very much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Um, and you can read all your good stuff on Code Sports and also... Uh, all the other News Limited uh, platforms as well. You do a terrific job and there's always so much uh, cricket that you've got covered. So uh, make sure everyone listening reads Daniel Cherney's stuff. We'll speak to you next time, Dan. Very kind, way. Thanks, guys. Dan Cherney joining us on Sports Day. It is uh, coming up to 16 minutes to 7 in Melbourne. A break and more on Sports Day after this.